we had a fun Christmas, and I hope you guys did as well. But um, as we're preparing to take communion together, um, I just wanted to share uh, a story and a few thoughts for you in regards to that. Um, when Pastor Kurt had originally told me or asked me to to do the communion message, the, the word breakthrough immediately came to my mind. Um, and that was kind of my trajectory. I'm like, all right, Lord, breakthrough's the word. What are we doing? Where are we going? And, and how can we get there? Um, because I think that's a word that everybody is drawn to, drawn to because typically when we're talking about breakthrough, we're talking about something that is keeping us in one place from getting to another. And, and I think all of us to some degree are in that place. All of us to some degree are in one place and we're trying to get to another place. Um, and it's a fitting word, right, for the new year. Um, I didn't even draw the conclusion that I was doing the new year message. So this is not your new year's resolution message for, for those who might be wondering. Um, but we are. We're looking for breakthrough in health. We're looking through for breakthrough in finances and relationships with spouses or with, um, you know, siblings, you know, who aren't following the Lord or children who aren't following the Lord uh, for spiritual growth. We're looking for all those things. Uh, so some of you guys have probably heard the phrase, um, familiarity breeds contempt. Um, we're going to go a little bit different, but we're going to go familiarity breeds apathy. Um, and you know what I'm talking about, right? You know, when, when you get close with family or you get close with friends um, a lot of those insecurities we feel, they just kind of start to go away. You know, you you don't care what you look like in the morning. You know, your hair might be sticking up and you don't care what your husband thinks. It's like, this is just what my hair looks like when I wake up in the morning. And and that's a good thing, right? That's a positive thing. You know, we, we have safety there. Um, but there, there's also a negative side to that too, right? When we get so familiar with something that we we start to become apathetic to to taking care of ourselves, to taking care of things, because we know that the person's not going to leave us. So it's almost like we take that safety for granted. Um, and so I'm going to share a, a story too, because that same principle applies to our homes. Okay. So this is a little bit of a sore spot for me, but certain things in your home start out as embarrassments. And after a while, it's like, that's just what my home looks like. I don't water my grass, you know, just kidding. I do water my grass, but I'm just saying things like that, you know, we can just allow, it's like, this is just the norm. I have this hole in the bathroom and I have a leaky faucet in the back. And we're just like, this is just who we are now. And maybe someday we'll take care of it. Um, so this is the story. Um, I kind of talked to, uh, our new friends, Andy and Ashley, I think they're back over there, so I'm not going to embarrass them, but um, we had them over. They're, they're new to our church, and we're like, yeah, come on over and let the kids hang out, um, and we'll just have some fun and have some lunch. Um, so first caveat, don't judge me, first of all. I want to make sure that's clear. Don't judge me, um, because as soon as they came over to our house, I said this multiple times to Andy. I actually kind of, my insecurity was coming out very strong. I was like, Oh my gosh, I should have done my yard work. Oh my gosh, I, yeah, this hole in the wall, like it's been there only for like the last 10 seconds. And, you know, it wasn't there before you got here. And unfortunately, it wasn't the truth. Um, there were just a lot of things in my home that I'm like, oh my gosh, like I have just gotten so comfortable in my home. And, and again, the people who come over to my house are people who I'm familiar with. 
You know, if I had my family over, it's like, oh, look, there's the hole that's always there, you know. And, um, you know, nobody's, you know, thinking at least too ill of me. Um, but some of the things were small and some of them were large. You know, it's like some of them were projects that got started that just never got finished. Um, some of them is, you know, paint that needs to be touched up. Some of it's, you know, yard work, again, drywall holes, all that type of stuff. And they were super gracious, so they didn't judge me, thankfully. Um, but what I found out, actually, as we were hanging out with them, because we didn't know a lot about them, is that they're kind of breakthrough people. Um, as I was talking to Ashley and she's telling me about what she does, like she's all about health and wellness. And I don't, I'm not even going to try to give a plug for her because I don't even know exactly what they do, but helping people get breakthrough in their health and in their wellness. Um, and Andy has aspirations of helping people with freedom with their finances. And so like, this was just like who they were. Um, and I didn't, you know, I didn't know who they were because that was the first time we really hung out with them. So that's the end of them hanging out with us. That was all good. Yes, no, they never came back after that. Um, no, but, but kind of the next free moment I had, not that immediately after the hangout, but kind of the next free moment I had, I'm like, man, like I need to get on this. Like I, there needs to be urgency. We need to take care of these things. Like it's not okay um, that these things haven't been taken care of. And so I started with the obvious things, started taking care of the yard work, uh, you know, changing out light bulbs, things like that. Um, and then I started doing other things. See, this is the sad part. There's literally no cabinet door on one of our cabinets. Like it had broken off for some reason. And so they came in, I'm like, it's just an open concept cabinet area space that we have. Um, and you know, again, like I almost didn't even remember that it was like that when they walked in the door and I'm like, oh my gosh, I literally do not have a cabinet door hanging. And, um, and I got onto bigger things and, and soon enough, like we had like remodeled the bathroom and like I had cleansed the storage room and cleansed the side of my house. So like I was like moving and grooving, it was, it was good. And I was feeling great about it. Um, and so, you know, that, that, that was kind of the process. Um, and some of you guys can relate to this. Some of you guys may be like me and you relate to this. Some of you can't. And I'd say just zip it for you guys who can. You guys are on top of everything, okay? Pray for us who are not like that, okay? But soon enough, you'll have, you'll have some conviction to deal with of your own, I promise. Um, but I had an interesting experience. So as I was doing this work and I was cutting the grass, I was mowing the grass and I'm listening to music, whatever I'm doing, and I just had this thought pop into my mind um, where I really felt like God said, that the Shannons, Andy and Ashley Shannon, as they were over at our house, they were connected to the breakthrough that I had. And I, I didn't really like that thought in my mind. I'm like, that's too mystical and weird. Like they didn't say anything. They didn't pray for us. Like that's just, ooh, you know, like they didn't touch their aura. And then like we went through a portal and then all of a sudden, like I had spiritual breakthrough. None of that happened. But I really felt like that's what God said. Cause I don't typically feel like I have a lot of like God moments. It just popped into my head. And I really felt like that was from the Lord. Um, but it comes down to this. And frankly, if I had known that there was like an anointing, a breakthrough on them, I would have invited them to go into our master bedroom and then our master bathroom. I, I literally would have walked them around the whole house. Um, but, but the truth is this, is that the people we spend a time around affect us. Sometimes it's through what they say and what they do. And sometimes it's just the presence of people. You guys probably have family members who affect you like that. Like if you're in church and all of a sudden you see your grandmother is sitting next to you, my grandmother was very gracious, but you know, it's like sometimes certain people, it's like you want to please them. 
you know, and, and I'm not necessarily connecting those exactly, but the fact that certain people's presence, like if you're at a game and your dad is there to watch, you might try harder because you want to show your dad, you know, you, you want him to be proud of what you're doing, you know, or, or again, your grandmother, you want her to be proud of just that you're being respectful and that you're honoring your family. Um, and so those are good things. And so th that's a paradigm, right? It's like bad company can corrupt good morals, but he that walketh the w with the wise will become wise. So it's like who we spend time around affects us. And that's who they were. They were people of breakthrough. And I really felt like even just that short period of time, like it just did something for me personally. Um, and and so the, the truth is this, is that when God gives us breakthroughs, He's giving us a unique vantage point to bless other people, to affect others around us. And we may not even know that we're affecting people around us. They may just hear how we talk about things like, oh, I don't talk about that in that way. Um, and for whatever reason, we, we can do that. Um, and I think God instituted the church for this very reason. Um, God gave us the church for the very reason that we have to be in community with each other to be enabling um, each other to walk out our destiny. To, to take out those, you know, the, sorry, those specks in our eyes, okay? And for some of us, they're planks, and some of us, they're, they're like sequoias, okay? Um, we've all got different, you know, types of bots. Sorry, I don't know what I'm, if I'm doing something wrong there, Peter. Um, instead of being around people who are dull, being around people who are going to excuse your apathy, they're going to excuse the, the choices that you're making in your life, um, and frankly, that's why you guys are here at New Promise Christian Church. There was something about this body that was attracted. Obviously, we have the same Holy Spirit. The church down the street has the same Holy Spirit. But there's a unique experience to each church body. And you guys came here because you were attracted to the presence, the way that God has manifested himself in this church. Um, and so I'm just going to read a couple verses here for you um, and give you a couple thoughts, and then um, and we're going to take communion together. But this is what it says in Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. It says, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. And, the, and what I'm getting at is essentially that this is the place of breakthrough. God gave us the church because this is where we can encourage each other and stir each other up for breakthrough. Um, in Acts 2, it says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold their property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. And this is the reason why Satan wants to attack the church. Because if he can disrupt the church enough so that we're focusing on anything other than Jesus or our common faith, he's succeeded. You know, in, in John 17, this is the high priestly prayer where Jesus is praying and the disciples are hearing this. It says, the glory which you have given me, I have given to them that they may be one, just as we are one, I and them and you and me, that they may be perfected in unity so that the world may know that you sent me and love me even, even as you have loved me. 
And so it's when the church is walking in perfect unity, it's when we're coming into community with each other that breakthrough can happen. And that's when the world is also going to know that Jesus, you know, they could, he could have said anything in that prayer, right? He could have said, when the gifts are fully manifested, that is when the world will know. You know, they could have said, once their theology is perfect, then the world will know. But he said that the world's going to know when we're perfected in unity. And I think we can see how right now there is division, 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 and it's even creeping into the church. And we have to be the ones who are most mindful of this because the foundation that everything we're doing is built on is not on our country or politics or vaccines or, or any of those pieces. It's Jesus. And when we are in unity there, that's when the world is going to say, okay, I don't know if I line up with everything, but I, I see that and it's beautiful. And it's nothing like I've seen in the world. Every idol is going to be a hindrance to our breakthrough. Every idol, both for the church and for our personal life. And so this is where we're getting to. Jesus is the breakthrough. Okay, we can affect each other personally just in our daily walk. The church can affect us, but the only way that happens is because of Jesus. Because if he didn't give us the breakthrough, there's no breakthrough for us to have. We're sitting ducks, we're dead in the water. We've got nothing going for us apart from his breakthrough. And every breakthrough requires sacrifice. You know, if you want breakthrough in your finances, you just can't eat at Chick-fil-A every day. Some of you might be able to swing that. I know that I could not. If I wanted breakthrough in my health, I couldn't eat at Chick-fil-A every day, okay? If I wanted spiritual breakthrough, maybe Chick-fil-A might be a good place to actually go. Sorry, Chick-fil-A, man. It's changed my life. Um, but to have breakthrough, to have breakthrough, it requires sacrifice. That means different relationships, different foods, different sleep habits, different entertainment, different fill in the blank. And Jesus is the one who is paving the way for this. Again, we don't go to Jesus so that we can have breakthrough in finances. We don't go to Jesus so we can have breakthrough in our health. We go to Jesus because he gave us breakthrough from the condemnation of eternal separation from him. Okay, that's breakthrough. Okay, if we've got that, we're, we're done. Like, that's good. Okay, everything else is bonus on top of that. Um, but, but this is the thing. Before I have you come up to take your elements... Um, there is always a sacrifice and there is an exchange that paves the way for any breakthrough. And that's what we're here right now to participate in and to remember what Jesus has done, how he has paved the way for breakthrough in every part of our life by giving us ultimate breakthrough. Um, and so with that, I'm gonna have you guys come down and take um, the elements that are right up here in the front. You know, if you've uh, committed your life to the Lord, um, I encourage you to do so. So if the people in the back want to kind of filter along the sides and then go back up through the front and grab your seats, um, and then we'll, we'll take of the elements together once everybody has them. So Jesus came because of our sin. That's got to be the starting point of this conversation. It's got to be the starting point of our communion because he would, did not have to come and die apart from the sin that we chose. We chose death. We chose rebellion to God. 
and he chose to show mercy. He chose to make a way. And so we get to come in gratitude and align ourselves with him and say, we're putting our hope and our trust in you. We're not putting our hope in our works. We're not putting our hope in what we can do or how we can position ourselves um, to make ourselves right with God. We're reminding ourselves that through your death and resurrection, Jesus, we can have peace with God and ultimately hope for our immediate future and for all of eternity. And so as we're taking the juice here, I I want to equate this with sacrifice. This is his blood poured out that he, he sacrificed his life. He didn't have to and he chose to and together let's drink of the juice to remember his sacrifice. and his body. As we think of the bread, I wanna think of the bread of presence. He sacrificed himself, but he's also offering to us his nearness. He's offering to us his body, his nearness to us in the immediate future, in this moment right now and for all eternity. And so let's take that. through both his presence with the body and his sacrifice through his blood, we are blessed by the Father to enjoy the fruits of breakthrough. And today is the day. Today is the day. This is not a season for sleeping. There was never a season for sleeping, but if there ever wasn't a season for sleeping, it's right now. This is a season to be awake. This is a season where we don't have to be one of the five foolish virgins. This is a season where we can learn and say, you know what? It's already about 11 p.m., not quite midnight. I'm going to go get some oil right now, okay? Today is a day. Get oil for your lamps, and he will give you breakthrough. And so I just want to encourage you guys, the prayer team can come up right now. Um, that the enemy wants to keep us from breakthrough. He wants to fill our minds with doubt. He wants to keep us in a place um, where we feel like there's no access to him or that he's just said, no, don't ask me anymore. And those are lies. We have immediate access to the throne of God because of the blood and the broken body of Jesus through his death and resurrection. And so today, I just want you, even just for a moment, you may already know what you need breakthrough in, but we need to invite the Lord to walk through the doors of our heart without that spirit of apathy where we're so used to, this is just how I function. These are my shortcomings, and I'm okay with that. Allow God to walk through the home of your heart and allow that holy conviction to come on us of, I've let that be there way too long. I've let that bitterness be there way too long. I've let that selfishness fester way too long. Allow God to walk through the doors of your heart and expose those pieces of your life right now, because again, today is the day. We don't have time. 
allow the Lord to reveal those things. And I encourage you guys to come up here and get prayer. It's a new year that's coming up. This is our opportunity, fresh start. Don't wait. So Father, I just bless um, each person here with just a gift of you, God, the gift of your presence. It's all that we need. Just like being around Andy and Ashley had an effect on me, how much more being in your presence, Lord. We invite you to let your presence come and reveal to us those places in our heart, those places in our life where we can have breakthrough. And I just ask that you give grace to each person here, whether in person or on the live stream, God, that peace would be imparted, that vision would be imparted, that the dullness of our ears would fall off, God, that the stiffness of our neck would be loosed, God, and that you would grant us the grace to get oil today.